What's your story? Hi, I'm Dana Winfield, owner of Touch of Royalty Salon, and this is my story. Tell the world, actually, I mean, where are you from? Where am I from? I'm from here, New Orleans, Gentilly area, born and raised here. Okay, so growing up in New Orleans, like how it was for you? How was it? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I was very blessed and privileged to grow up in a two-parent household where my parents really tried their best to provide a really good life for me. Um, I'm not gonna say that it wasn't hard, I didn't have no struggles, anything like that, but um, I feel like my parents really did do a great job with raising me and trying to provide everything I needed in life. So. Okay, so tell the world, actually, I mean, where did you, I mean, I graduate from? Uh, I graduated from St. Mary's High School, and then I went straight from high school to hair school. I went to John Jay, and from there, it was just me doing hair. So, like, you, and so, and so kind of, you know, if you knew early, like, you know, I'm not about to go to college. Yeah, that, I knew very like, early that this is what I wanted to do. I knew very early that hair is my thing, and that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I never actually really thought about doing anything else. This was, this was it for me. So let's bring it back. So, at what age did you actually first um, start doing hair? So I started doing hair, like my friend's hair and stuff in like high school, but I always did my own hair. Like growing up, my mom was not a hair person. I always had a lot of hair, so I always was doing my own ponytails, own colors, stuff like that. And then when I got in high school, all my friends used to be like, your hair is so cute. So I used to do my friend's hair and even for like homecoming, prom and all of that, I did everybody hair. So... I just knew then that, okay, this was like my thing. So, has there been a time that you actually, I mean, messed, I mean did, has there been a time that you actually, I mean, messed anyone on the hair up? You know, like yeah. growing, growing up? Yeah, it's for sure. Um, I mean, it's been a couple of different instances. Like, you can't please everybody. So, for me, I like starting off, I definitely wasn't as good as I am now. So like, I've messed up some colors, I done burned some people hair out, I done gave some people some ugly haircuts. Like, I done, I look back on my work now and I be like, dang, that look bad. <laughs> like, ooh, like when she turned her head to the side, her bob is not it. Like, I done messed some people up for sure. Well, you know, it really takes on like growth and we Yeah, learn it really, really takes growth, yeah. Like, it was the older I became, it was the more I realized when someone has, you know, it's like a 10 year uh, or like 15 years of like experience that yes. you need something. Yeah, it does. It really <laughs> does. Because, yeah, starting out, it was definitely hard. And half of the stuff that I was doing, I really didn't know I was doing. I was really like winging it and just trying to make it seem like, okay, let me, I'm entering this like professional salon. I just want to be like everybody else. Let me try to like figure it out and maneuver and make my stuff look like theirs, you know? So. That's kind of how I was like doing it, but yeah, I definitely, definitely mess some people up <laughs> for sure. So you know another thing as well, like you know, I just realized that you know all hairstylists aren't the same. No. Because like you know some hairstylists actually have to learn how to use chemicals. Mm-hmm. Like every hairstylist don't use chemicals. Mm-hmm. So like, can you kind of I'm like explain I'm like the difference? Um. Yeah. So. For me, I know on my end, like I really like studied my craft um, with 
hair, it really is like a science, like you're saying with chemicals and stuff like that. Um, you can't burn someone's hair out. You can't damage someone's hair permanently. So for me, I was just really into it to where I was like, I want to get color down pack. I want to get cutting down pack. I want to get weave down pack and make sure that I'm not doing anything to like mess nobody up for real. But in school, they teach you the foundation and it's really like up to you to build on that. And so like for me with continuing education classes and learning different things online and then just practicing, like you said earlier, like 10 years in, after you do something so long, you start to like get your niche and start to like master the way you like to do things. So like you said, every hairstylist is different. And when you really into it, you'll really learn, you'll learn more, you know, like you want to do chemicals, you want to get into it. So every time I think about someone burning someone's hair out, I always think about the show Martin. Mm-hmm. When, like, Gina, like, you know, kind <laughs> of was doing a shampoo. And, like, yeah. And, like, the lady Myra didn't have no hair when she came back. So, like, is that burning hair out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, actually, and how can that happen? So with the chemicals, so, like, with bleach or relaxer or lightener or anything like that, you definitely can burn someone's hair out. All of these things are... A science just like if you put any chemical on anything else you can have a chemical reaction so your hair can definitely just be burned out or compromised from anything that your hairstylist is doing so if your hairstylist is not knowledgeable about what she's doing and she youtubing as she about to do your hair that's not it like you really have to study your craft and like know exactly what you're putting in someone's head because not a lot of I feel like not a lot of industries or careers you have the like ability to touch somebody. So like when you're touching people and you actually physically have to lay your hands on people, then you really need to know what you're doing because that person could potentially like, you know, be like, oh my God, you ruined me or oh my God, you, you know, did something to me, you know? So that's how I feel like everybody really needs to, even with the hair, like I feel like everyone wants to do hair now. It's the new thing. But... You really have to like be into it, go to school, get your license, and have everything in order for you to do it, you know? Cause. So like, I have another question with that, like, so like, it's when it comes to like burning hair out or uh-huh. messing her hair, like, do you have to have, like, if, like as a hairstylist, do you have to have any type of like insurance? Yes, you do. And a lot of people don't. <laughs> so yes, you definitely have to have insurance because you can be sued, you can be penalized for things like that. And that's what I mean about people like, actually doing hair and just being a hairstylist and just like not knowing the like outside part of the business like you really have to know what you're doing and what you're getting yourself into because yeah you can be sued you you touching people you can somebody could walk in your shop and slip and fall and be like "Uh uh-uh it's your fault i fell in your shop you know so you have to have insurance you have to have your business in order all your paperwork gotta be together because if not it definitely could potentially ruin your career, you know? Gotcha. So, moving forward, mm-hmm. how did you come up with, I'm like, your business name? Um, so, my business name is Touch of Royalty. And for me, I always, like, felt like the royal vibe was, like, my thing. Um, I just feel like we all are, like, kings and queens. And I felt like when I wanted, when... I thought about the experience that I had in previous salons. Um, I wanted to give that royal feel, that royal experience of like opulence, cause that's why I feel like 
we come from and it's just for me I'm a little extra so I like all of the designs of royalty and everything like that so I really want to give everybody the true royal experience when it came into the salon okay. so that's where I got the name from so working in I'm like you know I'm like different on the salons mm-hmm. like actually like what have you learned so far um really working in different salons that I worked at um when I first got out of hair school, I just thought about like where I saw myself and how I wanted to like grow in my career. So when I got out of hair school, I was like, okay, where I want to work, where I want to be. And I kind of just was like, okay, so I want to be the best. Like I'm going to go work in the salons that I feel like is the best in the city. So that's what I did. And even at that time, like I couldn't afford it. I didn't have no clients and stuff like that. I was working two jobs and doing hair barely had clients so really I learned everything because I was just in the shop like standing over master hairstylists that I felt like was like the best in the city watching them like what tools they use what products they use how they got where they were and then I just went from there and built on that like after I left my first salon I went to another salon that was like to me that did a lot of like walk-ins so I was like okay like that's a good way to build your clientele do I want to do that do I want to take walk-ins when I open a shop like, do I want to help, like, the other girls in my business grow? Because I just feel like here in New Orleans, sometimes we don't always do that, like, want to help others. So I learned that in the salon, like, okay, if you take in walk-ins and you build that foundation of, okay, this the place to be, this the place to walk in and get your head done, that helps everybody. That helps your business. That helps the other stylists in your salon. So really and truly, like, I learned everything. Like, even skill set, like, like I said earlier, the products I use, what curling irons I use, which way I curl, like just watching other people in different salons I work there. So, you know, you, you know, you are one true student of the game. Mm-hmm. Truly. <laughs> so like, you know, and becoming full entrepreneur, you know, but that kinda helped you that mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, videos and different things. So like actually what made you choose and with your certain, you know, place of business where you actually moved your first from the hair on it. Um, well, being from here, being from New Orleans, and like I said, just knowing where I want to be, where the areas I want to be. When you think of Magazine Street, you just think of like top tier. So for me, I I wanted to be downtown in the heart of the city, like where everybody would come. They got people walking down the street right now, like. So I just wanted to be on the forefront of the cities where everyone would see it. You could drive down the street and it's the purple building on the corner. <laughs> and, and like, I want to give you all like your flowers because you know, but I saw you working shops and like mm-hmm. grind for what you wanted and, and, and like look at you now. Yeah, thank <laughs> you, I appreciate it. Gotcha. So being a hairstyle as an entrepreneur and everything like that, mm-hmm. Was you know years and years and I'm pretty sure you had some bad experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Tell us what do you enjoy most about it and tell us what do you actually hate about it. Okay, so what I enjoy most about it is having clients come in one way, feeling a kind of way, and then leaving feeling 110 times better. Like sometimes you really don't know what people are going through. Like I've had people cry in my chair. I've had people laugh in my chair i have people who have good days i have people who have bad days and then being able to come somewhere and feel totally different after just because you got your head done that makes me feel good about like what i do so i really love what i do and just like helping people and you really 
grow with your clients. Like I've done people that I've done for the last 10 years. I've seen their weddings, their baby showers. Like you just grow with people. So it really makes me enjoy what I do. Like I don't wake up any day and be like, oh, I don't want to go to work. I love work. Like I come to the shop every single day and I laugh. Like sometimes we'll be in here laughing. I'm like, I love y'all. Like you don't know if I'm having a bad day, but just coming to work, like you really just, have like fun like I really think my job is really really fun and then some of the things that I hate is that everybody want to do it like I just think that no one takes it actually seriously and no one like like understands the work that has to go behind doing hair like people just do hair in their house people just do hair in their kitchen and nothing is wrong with that because I done seen some fire hairstylists in the kitchen but I just want everybody to like put the work in behind it so that we all can like grow and elevate and everybody can have salons and everybody can have their own businesses and stuff like that but some of the things that I do hate is that it can become just very time consuming um I work a lot and I work Tuesday through Saturday so like a lot of the times my friends will be doing something or certain events that I want to go to I really can't go because I'm at work so like for me that's one thing I hate is that the time of just you have to put the time in being here actually physically doing hair it's not something I could just be like oh I could sit at home mm -mm, no you gotta be here so that's one thing I hate is the time so out of all the hairstylists in the world <laughs> tell us what separates you um out of all the hairstylists in the world I think what separates me is that I am super passionate about it. Like any question you ask me about something that you want done to your hair, if I don't know, I'm going to find out. And I don't think that a lot of people are knowledgeable about like products and taking care of natural hair and actually taking care of like the weave is cool, but like what's underneath? Like we got to make sure that we all keeping our edges. We got to all make sure we have a hairline. We got to all make sure we are actually taking care of our natural hair. And within that, that's where I want to go is some more of the education side of, like, educating people on how to maintain their hair at home, how to maintain their hair if they can't make it to the salon, if they can't afford the salon at this time because everything done gone up. So, like, if you can't afford it, like, what I could do just at home to maintain my natural hair, to maintain my hair, or put on a wig, how does that work? Um, and then also I feel like what would separate me is like I like I said passion of what I'm doing so I want to create hair care products and like teach people actually how to maintain their hair maintain their daughter's hair like you know so that's really I think what separates me from other hairstylists so where do you see yourself mm -hmm. in your brand going like three years from now three years from now i see my brand in other states i see my products in stores i see myself on platforms teaching teaching these younger entrepreneurs on like how to do it and like the things that i went through and the do's and the don'ts and the hardships and the wins i, I see myself just being able to like educate everyone on like how to do it and then like I said I want to have salons in other states and just move forward really with just building a brand that's 
that's the goal. So yeah, three years, you'll definitely be seeing that. So what's your advice on to one on that younger person out there watching this interview right mm-hmm. now, thinking about following on like behind your footsteps? Mm-hmm. Um, my advice is to keep going, keep reading, keep studying, and really be into your craft and into your goals. And whatever it is that you're thinking that you can do, you can do it because I did. Like, it's definitely something that's possible for everybody. So I just tell everybody, keep going. So, do you plan on moving on like out of on like New Orleans? On like if you know something bigger happens for yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, so actually, it's been a thought. It's been a thought about moving outside of the city. Um, but I don't know yet. But if something bigger happens, but right now I think that I really want to attack New Orleans and this city. And you will be the top. Yeah. Cause you know, like I, you know, but I hear so many people like, man, you know, if another hurricane or something. Yeah, if another hurricane, know. I don't know. Like, I don't know about coming back and rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Right, but I ain't lie. He traveled in the world for the last past three years, mm-hmm. and it kind of made me want to help all this more because people don't give us the respect that we deserve. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's like you know, cause like you know, as soon as us, you know. If as soon as I'm like a field bug get big, yeah, they don't everybody leave, you know, move. Come back. Yeah, everybody like, leave. Like there's nobody so. here for people to come see. Like you know, you yeah. gotta go see the oldest person in, in Houston or Atlanta. Yeah, you do. But like, 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 like you know, we have to find a way to make people like want to come here. Come here us. and want to stay here too. Yeah. Like well, the crazy part is people people come here and stay. We yeah. help them all stay. Right. And that's the crazy. But part. I think maybe it's because we grew up in it and just being here. It's like, oh, you move out of state and you just see so many other things. So many. And I think we just got to work harder and we got to open up places in other states and, and actually keep our places here. Right. And keep our places here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Like, I always heard hey, the cure for everything is to make more money. Right. <laughs> so you just got to make more money. That's all you got to do. Make more money for sure. Gotcha. So, tell us, I'm like, what's next for you? What's next for me is the product line. So what's next for me will be me coming out with hair care line products for my clients and other people to maintain their hair at home when they can't make it to the salon. Because I'll have a lot of clients that'll come in and they're getting these four or five, 600 colored jobs and then they may not come back to the salon for a few months, but it's like what you maintaining your hair with at home. And I want to keep my line to where it is organic and it's really like the, the the top of the line products like you get your professional grade product but at home so that's what's next for me and like also you know you are into like fashion as well mm-hmm. so i want you to name if it's your top five hottest fashion designs right now oh lord yeah i gotta throw you off the loop <laughs> That is off the loop for sure. Um, the top five fashion designers, just period. Yeah. Like, it, it could be like back then or right now. If the if, if the top five actually gonna come on that strip of your head. I mean, it's gonna be designers, so I just feel like, what, like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Dior. That's just like. Prada, that's just what I, I mean, that's the ones that just don't come to mind because that's just what I like, yeah. But you know, everyone has their different designs. Yeah. Some people have, like, some people still actually still wear what they move back in the day with, uh, or like things that they saw their mom wear. Right. 
Yeah. So, you know, different things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just like far as like designer, but far as me, like I wear anything. Like it don't have to be designer. I I could go at TJ Maxx and pull out a look. It don't even matter to me. So. And so I heard you say something really. I'm gonna throw you from. I'm gonna throw you a little loop right quick. I'm, like you, you can answer it, but you don't have to answer it. <laughs> okay. But like I remember you said, you know, if you wash, you know, if it's the best of the best of the city. Uh huh. If the top hairstyles and everything like that, so you know, you don't have to answer, but you can answer it. Like, who are the top five hairstylists in New Orleans right now? And and not I'm like including yourself. Not including myself. Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm not answering. <laughs> you answer that one? No, I'm not gonna answer that one because the thing about it is, um, I like just people's work. Like if I look at your work, it could be someone like I guess here in New Orleans, we sometimes will be on like the name or like Instagram and stuff like that. It don't even have to be that for me. I think that like there's a lot of girls that are just truly just talented in general. So I can't name a top five. I just think that. Yeah, but the reason why I personally enjoy hearing top five or something like that is uh-huh. like, that's like if someone was a media and they like name five people and I'm not in it. Mm. Oh, like I gotta work hard. I gotta work make hard. them know I'm yeah. the top. Yeah. I'm about to make them know I'm the top. Right. It's like you know, like New Orleans has transitioned in these past five to six years. Like we have a hot fashion scene. Like we have we really a lot do. of fashion designers and people wearing it around the world. Mm-hmm. So I think New Orleans is on its way. We just don't need another hurricane to no, knock us off. To knock us off, for sure, yeah. <laughs> but at the point, everybody has been made moves out of town anyway, so I mm-hmm. think we're going to actually stay strong at New Orleans anyway. Yeah. Even if New Orleans get flooded out again, New Orleans is going to be able to make their like, name known right. in the world. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, like, like, actually mature, like hey, but actually majority of the you know, designers, the hairstylists, mm-hmm. the media, the promoters, are all Katrina babies. Yeah. So it's like, you know, everyone became who they are after Katrina, so it's like, you kind of know what to do now. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't going to be that same mistake that happened the first time when people just get to the place. Like, people really know how to make moves and we all know how to actually contact each other. Right. So, that's a little different this time. Yeah. But like, we don't want to see it happen, but you know, we a little more prepared. That's true. Gotcha. So, last but not least, tell mm-hmm. the world, I'm like, where can they find you at on social media and everywhere? Okay, so you can find me on social media at Touch of Dana W. My last name's Winfield, so Instagram Touch of Dana W. The salon's Instagram is Touch of Royalty Salon. We also have a website www.touchofroyalty.com, and yep, that's where you can find us at. Definitely come out. And and I'm like, that's your story. Yep, and that's my story. Okay, are you sticking to it? <laughs> I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.